Your source for community, Muskoka-made talk shows are on Muskoka Magazine, The Bay 88.7. Hey, this is Dr. Shervin. Muskoka Magazine is brought to you by Dairy Lane Dental, keeping Muskoka smiling for over 30 years. Please visit DairyLaneDental.com. This is Arts R Us on The Bay. Good morning and welcome to Arts R Us. I'm Noreen Mitchell. I'm in the studio with Karen Cassian, my co-host, and we're so happy to see Kate Brown, the artist, uh, abstract painter who has returned to us. Thanks Hi, for joining us, Kate. Oh, thank you. It's delightful to be here. I think, gosh, the pandemic and everything, it's been ages. It's wonderful to be back. Actually, it has been ages, and the last time you were on, actually, you were, did me a kind deed by being my co-host when we welcomed Darren Copeland from NASA. That's right. So you were in the hosting seat, but today you're in the guest seat. Well, and we're just going to have a discussion <laughs> the hot seat. <laughs> anyway, so nice to have you back. Thank you. Um, and I wanted to ask, as you mentioned, it's been a while. What's been going on? Well, lately, um, I was preparing to move my home and studio um, but that actually didn't happen. But in the process, I packed up my studio and rented a storage unit. So I haven't had a studio all summer per se. So I'd made up my mind at the beginning of the summer just to do crayon drawings. And I've really quite gotten into it. And I've been doing like one a day. They take me about six hours, actually. And um, You found the crayons. Oh, I've got all kinds of crayons. Oh, Yes. I, well, well, no, I had to buy new ones, but oh. it's not a huge expenditure. How large are the pieces? Is it normal? What kind of paper? Well, it's archival paper, okay. and the, the standard size I've been using is 11 inches by 14 inches. Okay. Um, the I just looked up on your Instagram site, and when you see them all together, it's pretty cool, too. Well, it, they're all inspired by my garden, which you know very mm-hmm. well. And because mm-hmm. the summer's been so wet, the garden is like a... It a looks, flourishing. they look yeah. lush. Yeah, that, that's what they feel like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, that's what they feel like. And I've also been doing a series of portraits of my sister because we Zoom once a week. And I take a picture of her while we're Zooming. And then I do a portrait of her based on that photograph. And that's been really interesting for me. It's sort of a return to figurative drawing. I know you have done it in the past, but you haven't been doing it of late. Well, this is true. Well, drawing, of course, is the cornerstone of any art. And I I was a drawing instructor, and I loved doing that. But you're right. Once you get into abstraction, the drawing sort of comes in, um, you know, the rendering of the line and the shape and that sort of thing. But getting back to basics and doing the figure is really, I'm really enjoying it. Mm-hmm. You did a lot of home renovations in the in the last period, right? Are you happy to be through that? Oh, I am. Yes. Well, that, yes, that's right. I love your latest one where you have your little hammock and preparing for the winter. Right. Love that. Well, in in all the upheaval, as you both know, because you've been there, my studio was in what is supposed to be the living room of this old house. And there's a second floor, which I've just used for my art archive and storage. So since the move... All of the archive and storage went to the storage unit, and now I have my bedroom upstairs, which is probably where it was supposed to be. It's lovely. And this is what Karen's referring to. I put a hammock up there. In front of the window? In front of the window. You could probably have room for a swing. (laughs) Probably, yeah. So I I was anticipating the winter months, and I thought I can just imagine lying in the hammock reading in front of that window. window. Yeah, Yeah. it really is a lovely space up there. Thank you. You'll Mm -hmm. have to come and see it. All right. In the period, the interim since we last saw you, up there appeared in 2021, it was in September 1st, 2021, an article in the Ritz-Herald. Oh my gosh, yes. And so tell us what the Ritz-Herald is, and I wanted people to know how positive it was. Well, it's a, it's a news publication that comes out of New York. It was written by um, 
Miklos Legrady, who's a, a, a really hardworking artist and tech person and writer and curator. And he asked me if I'd be interested in him interviewing me. And I said, sure. So that's really where that came from. I, I don't necessarily agree with the way he interpreted the work, um, but it, I don't... It was very laudatory, so I think you can't really uh, mess with that too much. It was really oh, no, positive. I didn't, I didn't it, mind, because yeah. I never saw my work that way, but yeah. it doesn't come from uh, Kusama's work. No. But anyway, yeah. Tell us about your love for New York and your experience in New York. You lived there for a period of time. Well, right? I lived there for six years. Well, that's a very long story. Okay, give it, you can't give I can give you sure. one little tidbit that's kind okay. of timely. Um when I was at grad school, I had two jobs, and one of them was at Saturday Night Live. And it wasn't a great job, but it was wonderful to be able to see how this, you know, iconic show was put together. And I happened to be working the night that Shannon O'Connor tore up the picture of the Pope. You did? Yes. That was, so that's wow. that's my little antidote. Was the reaction immediate? Like, oh, was there was, there, yeah. oh, there was, there was, yes, a lot of, um, a lot of discussion, not um, in the green room amongst us, but in the, you know, the executive offices. I, I, if I recall, I hope I've got this right, there, there was a lot of discussion as to whether they would keep it in because, of course, oh. Saturday Night Live means it's, it's live. live. Yeah. But, of course, they do tape it. So mm-hmm. there was the option of them somehow going in and editing out. And to their credit, they didn't. Mm-hmm. So That's okay. a sad thing to think about her now, uh, being gone, but she did have, play, leave a mark oh, in, in the music sure world did. for sure and mm-hmm. elsewhere as well. And, and you, how did you end up in Huntsville after... New York. You were in Toronto after that, weren't you? Good question. <laughs> I think there was a cyclone and I just was dropped here. <laughs> Fortunately. One yes. of those vortexes. It's yes, a, yeah, a vortex. vortex. I, I say caught, that. Yes, exactly. full of them. Yep. So the affinity for New York City has remained though, right? You have well, you know, an interest in it. Absolutely. From you know, it far. It, yeah, it, it can ruin your life because once, once you've lived there for a period of time... For a long time after, everything doesn't seem quite as special. But I'm beyond that now, and um, I still love it very much. And I intend to go back, actually, pretty soon. Just for a visit. Yeah. yeah. A bit closer to home, we'll mm-hmm. change the topic and talk a bit about, uh, the, on behalf of the Huntsville and, Dis- Huntsville and District Agricultural Society, the Huntsville Arts Society has been running an open call, as you know. Yes. I think you probably have created it, right? Yes. In our newsletter. And it's been there about three times since June, and we've been asking for art exhibitors for the Huntsville Fall Fair. Yes. How did it come to be that you're adjudicating the art section of the Well, Fall I volunteered uh, a few years ago, and I do have a, a close friend who's quite involved with the fair. So she invited me or asked me if I would like to adjudicate the art section and I said I I would love to and then I started thinking about how in contemporary um, in the contemporary art world art fairs are so popular and then I delved into it a little further and of course art fairs are really where art began to be exhibited in this country because of all the immigration these people would come from Europe they really wouldn't know much about farming and they were sort of forced into that because that's what you did here and they had to connect with their neighbors and they had to learn all about it. So it brought the community together. Yes, but aside from that, you see, the other half of that is that these people came from Europe, all of these different countries with really rich history and um, rich art culture. So they needed an outlet for that as well. So part of the um, purpose of a fall fair was not only agriculture, but to forward their cultural um, interests as well. 
Which makes perfect sense. I read a little bit myself, and the Ontario uh, Agricultural Association, Association of Agricultural, whatever, Ontario, I've forgotten, O-A-A-S, anyway. In, in their website, they said there were two types of ancient fairs, trade shows and festivals. And so what happened was these got mixed together in the 1700s, and in, the, in Britain at least, and probably elsewhere in Europe, because mm-hmm. you know about all those Christmas markets and everything else. So they crossed the Agricultural Improvement Society with a traditional trade fair and carnival. And that's how agricultural fairs were born in the 1700s. And then they were transplanted, as you said, to the colonies, in this yes. case by British settlers. So um, the concept of the fair flourished, and mm-hmm. uh, there were up to 500 of them in Ontario alone. The one in, in the Huntsville 1800s. was like 1882 or something. Yes, right. Mm-hmm. And it started out, I didn't know this, it started out up on Church Street. Okay. And then these, I believe they sold the property. Where the Fairburn property yes, is. Yes, yes. Yeah. And they sold that, and that's when they moved out to where the they are now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, well, I they, were in the arena, they were in an arena mm-hmm. in between. And then they got displaced from the arena, and then they had purchased property out there yes, mm-hmm. on Ravensclaw. So mm-hmm. anyway, they've had quite a, a long history. But this oh. is the first. Sorry, Kate, this is the first time that art has like. No, 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 no. They have all sorts of categories, and um, they have an art category with various different media that you can um, submit to be looked at and judged. So it's but it was more. Previously more craft-based, I think. Not Well, maybe years ago, but yeah. no, no, they've had oh. watercolor and acrylic. Oh. But typically it comes from um, hobbyists who aren't connected, say, to something like the Huntsville Art Society. Or it comes from teenagers, interested people, people who are connected to the fair. So it's not there really hasn't been a bridge from that to the art community that has developed so in, in Huntsville. So I thought, well, it would be fun to kind of connect them because they they all come from the same well you know roots yes Mm -hmm. thanks so much we're going to come back in a moment after our break and we're going to talk more about the huntsville fall fair and the judging that might go with it (laughs) we'll be right back on arts or us by muskoka for muskoka your collection of muskoka based talk shows muskoka magazine the bay 88.7 i'm dr shervin from dairy lane dental and you're listening to muskoka magazine this is arts r us on the bay we're back on Arts R Us. I'm Noreen Mitchell with co-host Karen Cassian and our guest Kate Brown. And Kate was just talking about her role as adjudicator. Uh, she's going to talk to us about that anyway in the Huntsville Fall Fair that's coming in September. How did you get involved, Kate? Well, I have a very good friend who is quite involved and her family was quite involved. In fact, one of the... Um, that's Wanda Lumley, right? Wanda Lumley, yes. And one of the uh, buildings at the Fall Fair is actually named for her parents. Oh. So it goes way back into the Huntsville history. And so um, Wanda, knowing about my art career, asked if I would be interested in adjudicating the art. And I thought I would love to. And then I thought, well, why not share this with the other art community? Yeah, mm-hmm. well, right. I heard Wanda actually on a Touching the Past episode on um, Trisha Markle's program. And she started when she was 18. Mm-hmm. When she, she said that she was um, so sort of not coerced, but p- pushed into it as a family thing. And mm-hmm. they all supported her mother was secretary of the fair. And that's how. Yes. That, but I think there is this long history in families, sort of, of the ritual. And I think of my own situation in terms of the Canadian National Exhibition, which I was in Toronto. I was a rural, not a rural person at all. But we went every year. 
to the fair. And that I was know that I went to the craft section. Mm-hmm. I love to see the quilts. Mm-hmm. I think we all did that. That was part of our childhood. Oh, absolutely. Yes. It and seems- when you got old enough to go on the train by yourself, that was really exciting too. Exactly. Like it was a ritual. That's when you knew that summer was over, school was mm-hmm. about to begin, and this was the big sort of celebration at the end of the summer. It's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I had an elementary school teacher who said I should submit my penmanship. Oh, yes. For, for, because in those days, cursive was really regarded as an art form. Yes. And uh, anyway, I did not. My parents didn't really support that. But anyway, I thought that was quite flattering. Well, <laughs> And I a, used to look at everybody else's when I was there. It was yes. one of the things I looked at. Yes. So what's the process for um, people putting their art into Oh, yes. Okay. So I'm going to be, uh, this is going to be published in the Doppler soon. The, uh, the fall fair has um, a wonderful PR person who's going to send the Doppler all the details sometime soon. And then there'll be another reminder just before the deadline. So it happens very quickly. Um, the deadline is noon on Thursday, September the 21st. What people are to do is bring in their submission. Oh, excuse me. First of all, they have to go online, print the form, fill out their form, put it with their submission, and, and drop it off at the fall fair, at which time the secretary writes them out a tag, and then they're, they're submitted. And from there, they, the pieces are put in a way that they can be seen. And then from there, I will be able to look at them and, and, and enjoy them and just see what's there, there what. There was a question at our Huntsville Art Society board um, as to the security of the paintings. And um, after asking you... Um, yes, it was. There's 24 hour security. So. Yes, yes, they they have they hire security there because, mm-hmm. uh, as I understand it, you are awarded ribbons. Is that right? And yes. Points. Yeah. Um, yes, you're awarded ribbons, and but in this case too, which is really exciting, the Huntsville um, Art Society has generously agreed to give memberships to the first prize in the senior category and also the first prize in the intermediate category. And I will be talking this up at the opening tomorrow night at Collaborator, or Collaborate, excuse me, um, where... Um, Tell us about that. Well, that's where uh, two, three emerging artists are showing. Oh, that's right. Yes. Oh, at Red Pine Art. Yes, yes. at Red Pine yes. Art. Um Blair one of them. One of them is a, an intern at the Huntsville Festival of the Arts. Yes. Like, well, you see, there, yes. there's, there's the beginning of the bridge. So mm-hmm. I'm going to go and talk it up to these three emerging artists. One of whom is Blair Blake. Blake. Or excuse me, Blake. Are they all young people. Yes. Okay. Blake Quinlan and Molly Lalonde and um, Anwin Westgarth. Um, so yeah. So the bridge has already started, really, with Blake. You know. Mm-hmm. That's great. Well, it seems to me the last time you and I talked together, chatted um, on February 14th, 2021, on air, was Memories of Art Experiences. And we talked then about the importance of introducing art and other cultural experiences to young people, to children and teens, which is what you're doing. Well, exactly. And in fact, on the weekend, I was encouraging a friend of mine who's a photographer to enter one of his pictures. I'm not judging the photography. He said, oh, that'll be a conflict. I said, no, no, because I'm not judging the photography. They'll have someone who's quite knowledgeable about photography doing that. But I said to him, you know, there are a lot of kids here maybe who don't have many uh, privileges or opportunities. And if they can see something that's different and interesting and quite good, it will really, you know, inspire and enrich them. So please, you know, Mm -hmm. put, put one in. And it's not only enriching for the kids, although I think that's true. It's enriching for the public that sees this mm-hmm. is the the, the uh, standard or the uh, level to which 
people can achieve. Absolutely. Know? Even yes. as hobbyists. And, Absol- and, and, absolutely. You know, right? Yes. I, I'm really glad that, that this is happening because when I think of fall fairs, I think of, you know, judging pies and pickles. And, Sheep and, and, yeah, and livestock. That. So I like, I like the introduction. But there's something for everyone. That's mm-hmm. the wonderful thing. Well, there thing. is, but I'm glad you mentioned judges because... You know, like you and you, Noreen, I had no idea of the backstory of any of this. But the the year that I volunteered, I happened to be there when the judges arrived. Now, these people pay to take classes. They have to pass exams. Really? And they have to update their... um, their license, that's, that's, not, that's not the right word. But so they go all over Ontario? Or? Certification, yes. Certification, I guess. that's yeah. it, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do. And mm-hmm. they are invited all over Ontario to go and do the judging of certain um, categories. But it's very, very um, serious. And they have, a, it's very specific. They have a whole list of things that the uh, submission has to, all the boxes have to be checked. And did you have to do that as an adjudicator? Well, or? I didn't because I'm, I'm sort of, I asked if yeah. I had to go to judging school and she said, no, I, I think that you're probably qualified. I said, okay, <laughs> I was willing to go. Um, so she's, no, I don't. But anyway, I want to know what judging school, where it is. Well, you is. should do it. You probably love it. But anyway, I want to just give yeah. you this vision. So I'm standing there and all the uh, judges have arrived from all over the place and they've lined up and they're all wearing lab coats <laughs> and they're introduced into the fair and they come in and once they're in and at their spot, Silence. No one is allowed to talk. That's oh, how wow. that's how serious it is. And do they judge everything, like pies and everything? Oh, but yeah. they have but different yes. categories in which they're specialists. Yes. For instance, okay. Wanda, I laugh about this, is hired every year to be a judge at the um, Royal Winter Fair, and her categories are butter tarts and pickles. Ooh. And I always laugh because <laughs> she has to, you know, she has to taste all of these things, and they're kind of disparate uh, <laughs> taste. But anyway, yeah. But it's a very serious thing. I understand it uh, somewhat because I've contributed works to the, well, works I would call them, but uh, flowers to the flower show. Yes, very similar. Uh, the Horticultural Society. Mm-hmm. And it's also taken very seriously. And mm-hmm. it, you have to have credentials to be a judge. Yes. And there's certain things you have to look for and, you know, in order to be able to leave comments for people. Yes. And I think that's a really important role as the uh, adjudicator. Yes. To inspire, encourage, but also give ways to improve. Well, yes, feedback. I mean, yeah. even even as a professional artist, feedback is so valuable, and actually, you don't get it that often. So, yes, I agree with you. How much time will you have in order to um, do your judging? Well, I'll be there early in the morning on Thursday, and I'll be there until it's done. And I think you'll stay till midnight if you have to. So it's done the day of the entries. Because the fair opens the next day. Uh, okay, so, so the, the ribbons are on by the time. Yes. Yeah, okay, I understand. Kate, do you want to tell us some of the categories uh, for the competition? Well, actually, um, I think you can find the categories on the Huntsville Fall there um, dot com yeah dot com yes website okay. um, and just just I don't uh, want to I don't want to miss any that's all okay if well, you'd like to read I them can. out just okay. uh, pastel art pencil sketching watercolor computer generated art wildlife all sorts of things so right and they're, they're and new they're this up to year, date new this year in the mm-hmm. seniors category is a barn quilt square it's a two by two square of plywood so. That's a new category. Wow. Well, it's a new it's a new thing in um, rural Ontario now, where they they'll paint a um, a square of a quilt oh. on the barns, and then they do this barn tour, right? Yes. Yeah. So, yeah, I've been around to a few of them actually. Yeah. I had at one time I had the list of them. And oh, did a tour with my sister. Will there, fun. will there be horses? 
I believe so. Actually, it's interesting you should mention that. One of the mainstays of the original Fall Fair was a racetrack. Oh, Isn't that interesting? Yeah. Up here? Or just yes, every, up, up okay. here. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think there'll be, horses, I think there's there'll be some livestock. Zoo. Yeah. Thing. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, but there's new this year's also a demolition derby for the first time. Yes. And this harkens back to my experience with Madoc Fall Fair. They had a demolition derby for many, many years sequentially, and I saw a few of them. I don't like seeing the wreckage, but anyway, it's great fun to see the smash ops. <laughs> One of the memories I have down in Cookstown, Alliston, is the steam show fair. Oh, yes. It goes on for quite some time. Yes, right. Yeah. Well, everything harkens back to our history and I mm-hmm. think uh, you know we are a country of, of people who've immigrated and it's important for us to keep it alive you mm-hmm. know well now I have to go for sure <laughs> I think we, do. we no need to say listen if you don't go you'll be in big trouble <laughs> when it takes place September 22nd 23rd and 24th at the fairgrounds and do look at the huntsvillefallfair.com website and you'll find out. And what you need to open is the prize list and for your category, junior, intermediate, or senior. And look at the categories there and see where you will place your exhibit. And how do we contact you or how do people contact you and your work, Kate? I know you have- oh, thank you for asking. Um, my website is quite simple. It's just katebrownpainting.com. Or you can find me on Instagram. It's not as simple. But the you have a new Instagram. A new Kate. Instagram, yes. It's called Karen Lee Kate Brown Parst. Okay. And you're on Facebook too. I am. I'm easily found on Facebook. Yes. Yeah. I think this is great. And I think that we'll be looking for art at the fair. Great. <laughs> for sure. I'm looking forward to it. And it's, uh, we will put it out again um, in our newsletter, the Huntsville Art Society newsletter. Terrific. Looking for people. And uh, yeah, I hope you get a lot of... Are we going to see you at Chapel Gallery? Did you submit a work to Women Create? No, I did not. Oh, I know that you had asked me about the deadline, so I thought maybe you were thinking. No, no, I'm too much into what I'm doing now. Yes, so. yes. Okay. So uh, we'll have to be happy to see you at uh, your work locally at some other point. Well, you're welcome to come over anytime. You know that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks so much, Kate. Thank, Thank you, Kate. Wonderful. And really yeah. have you. fun at the fair. I will. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Karen, uh, let's do some events listings for the week of August the 27th. Well, the Huntsville Festival of the Arts uh, summer lineup is is ending soon. I just uh, talked to someone who went to Acoustic Floyd on August 17th, and they absolutely loved it. And apparently it's going to be happening again uh, at the Reen Case Theatre. And so people who love Pink Floyd should check that out. September 1st to the 3rd, La Boule uh, by Corpus. Corpus, Corpus uh, is uh, out at Twingo College. Uh, I have tickets for that. I think you do so too. So do I. Yeah, and it all takes place in a giant bubble. The audience is outside the bubble watching. So that should be interesting. And the the fall lineup for the Huntsville Festival, um, Burton's Burton Cummings and Band Unplugged is out at Deerhurst, October twelfth. Spin. Is at the Algonquin Theatre, October 20th. Hoxley Workman, October 26th at the Algonquin Theatre. Gene Brody. Um, you can check out uh, the HuntsvilleFestival.ca for more, but they have Gene Brody. It's okay to be different based on stories by Todd Parr, um, Ben Hepner. David Wilcox, Big Sugar. So check it all out. There's a lot happening in the fall. A lot of variety and a lot of great And some out at Deerhurst and some at the Algonquin Theatre. Mm-hmm. In terms of visual arts, right now on in Partners Hall is a selection of new works by Helena Renwick. Beautiful color and uh, really wonderful work. So I mm-hmm. and that's on until September first at the Huntsville Public Library. The Huntsville Art Society members uh, George Pudsey, 
and his sister Betty Lou Dur are there. One with he has Pudsey has George has uh, 3D sculptures, and his sister has watercolors. So that's at the library. At hospice, we have Huntsville Art Society member Marilyn Smith on showing her works, and that's for the month of August, and I think possibly into September. And to, speaking of September, the Palette Packers will be have their uh, show in Partners Hall called Creative Memories, and that runs from September 5th to October the 2nd, and their opening reception will be on September the 8th from 4 to 6 p.m. I've mentioned before, and I'm going to mention again because it's worth seeing, is the Ribbon Skirts at Summit Center. It's called, um, this is the show, Sacred Strength, and these were shown previously during the art crawl in the Huntsville Festival of the Arts studio, but now they're in a different venue and they're still worth seeing. They're beautiful. I was at the Chapel Gallery on Saturday for the opening, or Friday rather, for the opening of the Prism of Harmony at the Muskoka Arts and Crafts Chapel Gallery. And this is a group show with Gail Dempsey, Greg Hindle, and Kenneth Mills. And I found it so interesting this meshing of these different styles, really uh, thoughtful and um, beautiful work there. Muskoka Arts and Crafts has an upcoming autumn charity art auction, which supports uh, Hospice Muskoka. And this takes place in, from September 29th to October 14th. At the same time, they're having a bit of a downtown Bracebridge art crawl. So they were calling for artists. Uh, the acceptance is uh, 4th of September. So if you are interested in that, look to muskokaartsandcrafts.com. And you'll find out more. The Paddle Art Auction and the Canoe Mural Auction is taking place uh, online on um, October 23rd to November 13th. But so, so if you have a paddle or not yet have a paddle, get a blank and paint on it if you're artistic uh, for paddles. And please submit that paddle to any store location of Algonquin Outfitters by October 13th. And I want to remind people there's always art to see, beautiful things uh, at the Algonquin Art Centre and also at the Algonquin Room at the Visitor Center. And there's a few classes still ongoing, too, at the Algonquin Art Center, um, but wrapping up soon. The Gravenhurst Opera House has Fly Fisher's Companion, and this is a uh, going to be appealing. It's hilarious, apparently funny, and it's about friendship. And I know, I remember the, the play, right, play, the playwriter getting a lot of accolades for this work. So I, uh, that's on uh, August 29th to September the 9th at the Gravenhurst Opera House. I think that's pretty much it. I remind people they can always go up to South River to see the um, outdoor, the installations indoors and out. And that's fun. That's nasa.ca. That's it for me today. There's only one Muskoka. We, there's only one Hunters Bay Radio. I got it wrong last week. I got to get it right. There's only one Hunters Bay Radio. We are Muskoka. Muskoka.